Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is September the 9th, and our reading comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Now remember, here's our context. Paul is having this conflict with the Judaizers in the Corinthian church. This is a group of people with a Jewish background who claim they've come to faith in Christ, but they say even when you put your faith in Christ, you still have to be circumcised. You still have to keep the Jewish law and the, all the ceremonies and tradition. And Paul is saying, no, 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 no. Our relationship with God is by grace, through faith, plus nothing. And Paul's been in this debate, right? And they've been attacking Paul's character even. And, and yesterday we talked about pulling down strongholds and making sure we know the truth and not allowing ourselves to believe lies and to build our life on, the, on those lies. Well, now Paul's going to continue that argument, and he's trying to help them to, to see and understand his heart for this church. Listen to what he says in verse 2. Chapter 11, verse 2, For I am jealous for you with the jealousy of God himself. I promised you as a pure bride to one husband, Christ. But I fear that somehow your pure and undivided devotion to Christ will be corrupted, just as Eve was deceived by the cunning ways of the servant. Serpent, you happily put up with what anyone tells you, even if they preach a different Jesus than the one we preach, or a different kind of spirit than the one you received, or a different kind of gospel than the one you believed. Paul is pleading with them, be faithful to the gospel, to Jesus, to the Holy Spirit. Man, don't turn aside. Don't turn back to faith plus works. Now, here's why this is so important, even for us today. When we trust in Jesus, Jesus went to the cross died to pay for our sin. He rose from the dead on the third day to give us eternal life. He ascended to the, to the Father and is at the right hand, making intercession for us today. He sent the Holy Spirit, and He will come again to receive us to Himself. So that's the gospel. That's the good news. Our, we are made right with God. Our relationship with God is by grace, through faith, in what Jesus has already accomplished now. Most of us probably believe that, but here's the deal. If we're not careful, we'll trust in Jesus and then turn to the law. Now, here's what that looks like in American culture. We'll trust in Jesus, and then we'll go, okay, I got to go to church on Sundays now, and I need to give a little money, and I, I guess I should join a small group, and maybe I should even serve on Sunday, and we'll start doing those things, those rules kind of that routine, those rituals, that religion, if I can use that word, but never actually learn to cultivate a relationship with God. Oh my goodness, this is so important. This is what this podcast, this is the goal of the podcast is to help you learn. How do I begin my day every day? Opening my heart to Jesus, drawing near to him learning to live in his presence and allowing him by his spirit 
to produce his life in me. That's the Christian life. So if we're not careful, we'll pray a prayer and trust in Jesus, and then we'll put all our attention on following rules. Here are the things I don't do, and here are the things I'm supposed to do. The problem is, if that's where you put your attention, one of two things will happen. Either you'll become prideful because you're good at keeping the rules, or you'll grow discouraged and and give up because you're not so good at keeping the rules. There's a better way. What if we put our faith and trust in Christ, and then we begin developing the habit of opening the Word every day, opening our heart every day, allowing God to speak to us through His Word, allowing the Holy Spirit to produce His life and character in us, doing what we talked about yesterday, tearing down strongholds, replacing the lies with the truth, and then living our life out of that truth and growing in our understanding of who God is and the gospel and all that he's done for us. And as we do that, guess what? It captivates our hearts. We fall in love with God. Why? Because he first loved us. And as we love God, we obey, but we don't do it out of duty. We don't do it out of fear. We don't do it out of obligation or guilt or shame. We're obeying God now because we're in love with him because he's been so good to us. It's just like a marriage. I mean, think about in a marriage. What if you keep all the rules? Well, because you're supposed to. Well, that's what husbands are supposed to do. Or you're afraid or somebody's shaming you. Or it's your obligation. It's your Christian duty to help around the house. Well, even if you keep those rules, your relationship, if you're building it on rules, it's going to be terrible, right? But what if instead you're falling in love with your spouse and you spend time together and you get to know each other and and as your relationship is growing and blossoming, what happens is as you fall in love with your spouse, you are glad to serve her. Listen, nobody has to talk me into serving Tina. I love to serve Tina. I love to help Tina with anything I can. I I love being a blessing to her. I love lifting her load. I, I love bringing her life in any way I can because I'm in love with Tina. Well, what Paul is saying in this passage is, I want you to have that kind of relationship with God. He says, I want to offer you to God as a bride that is faithful and in love and pure and glorious. All that flows out of a love relationship. It doesn't flow out of religion and duty and fear and obligation. It flows out of love and gratitude and joy and delight because of who God is and all that he's done for us. So Paul has tried to help them to understand why the gospel is better. And the same thing is true for us. Let's make sure that we don't reduce this incredible, beautiful, mysterious life-changing, adventurous relationship with God. Let's not reduce it down to keeping some rules and doing some church stuff. It's way better than that, right? It's about a relationship. And so that's what Paul is encouraging us and trying to expose why his gospel is so much better than what the Judaizers, the religious people, are proposing. Now watch what he says next. This is so good. Verse 7, he says, Was I wrong when I humbled myself and honored you by preaching God's good news to you without expecting anything in return? 
I robbed other churches. I took their offerings by accepting their contributions so that I could serve you at no cost. And when I was with you and didn't have enough to live on, man, I didn't make myself a financial burden to anyone for the brothers who came from Macedonia brought me all that I needed. I've never been a burden to you and never will be. As surely as the truth of Christ is in me, no one in all of Greece will ever stop me from boasting about this. Why? Because I love you and God knows that I do. Here's what Paul is saying. He said, look, if you're still confused, look at my motives. Look at the way I've treated you. Look at the way I've related to you compared to the way these Judaizers have treated you. See, they've tried to take advantage. They've made demands. They've tried to use you to control you really for their own benefit. But what I've done is I've served you. I have sacrificed. It has actually cost me something to serve you, but it's been my joy. I wouldn't change a thing. Why? Because I love you. I'm not trying to use you. I love you. And what Paul is describing is that's how Jesus served us, and that's how Paul was serving this church. And again, he's trying to help them to see there's a difference between those guys and my heart. You can trust me. And then he finishes with this kind of famous verse. You've heard this at the end of verse 14. He says, even Satan sometimes disguises himself as an angel of light. And we have to be careful. Sometimes people can come into the church and act real spiritual and have a bunch of Bible answers even. But if we're not careful, they'll mislead us out of a pure love and affection for Christ that's transforming us from the inside out and into rules and regulation and religion that really produces death in us. Man, let's never, ever, ever give up this beautiful, life-changing love relationship with Jesus just to have a little religion. Let me pray for you. Father, we're connecting with you, opening our hearts to you every day because we know how good you are because of the gospel message. God, we see your glory. You are wonderful and beautiful and powerful. You are just and holy. You are gracious and compassionate and merciful. God, you are so good, and you gave your life for us. God, you're captivating our hearts. And Lord, I pray for every person listening. Help us all to fall in love with you so that our service, our obedience, the transformation we're experiencing is flowing out of a heart of gratitude, flowing out of our joy and delight in who you are and all that you've done for us, flowing out of this love relationship with you. God, help us to see the difference between the gospel and all that you're inviting us into and religion. God, we would never want to be religious when we can be in love with the king of the universe and transformed by your presence, your power in your grace. Thank you for being so good to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I hope that encourages you. Man, God loves you and has so much for you. Well, have a great day. And remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.